Welcome in, everybody. It's it's time to get nerdy, you know, with one of the favorite things to get nerdy about, just Star Wars. We haven't had a whole lot to talk about this kind of stuff lately, but uh, here we are with some Star Wars to talk about. So without further ado, this is... Video Nerds. Joined, of course, by the wonderful Sir Man Nerd. That's me. Yeah, we're we're going to be talking about Ahsoka today. A series that I was very, very excited about, and uh, it hit in spots, but overall, we'll, we'll get into all this. I want to know what you thought about this, being that uh, you were new to all this, like, Rebels kind of stuff. Uh, the first few episodes, I was pretty excited about it, you know, like we talked about before. Like, different characters, like, the, the story seemed kind of cool, but it, in general the rest of the season it dragged too much it dragged too much they could have hit more on the storyline i think that where it ended that should have been the middle of the season in my opinion and then they should have brought it back from there in one direction or another but uh you know like you said a few few parts hit the uh the one episode was my favorite, and we'll talk about that one once we get to spoilers, but you know what I'm talking about. The blast yep. from the past. <laughs> yeah, overall, just it, it started out well because it felt like it was going to be kind of something new, and it was going to be paying homage to the people who actually spent the time to watch all the cartoons like I did. But then it just became literal, like rebels and it just kind of stopped feeling like it was about ahsoka and uh i don't know just kind of lost interest after a little while that uh you know we didn't get the cool jedi story stuff that i really wanted you know yeah i get you on that now like we discussed before would it have changed your mindset would it would it be a little bit different if they named this ahsoka rebels or something like that I think it would have made a lot more sense because for Ahsoka's story, it's not fully, fully ingrained in Rebels in that they could have told more stories with Ahsoka that didn't have to be a continuation of the Rebel storyline. You know, like uh, we saw her pop up in Mandalorian. Yeah. Had nothing to do with uh, Rebels. Like, you know, one of the times she's just hanging out with Luke and, uh, and Grogu, you know. There, there was more to her character than just continuing the Rebel storyline, but I feel like with a character like this, maybe they thought it would only work if it was attached to something that people already cared about that already had to do with her. Like, I, I, I don't know why they would kind of just turn this yeah. into Rebels too. Very strange. You know, you had the Clone Wars, then you had Rebels, which you told me a bunch about. So you had progression of her storyline and i think they should have gone to a different kind of uh, concept in this one because you know she's grown up even more so see the growth see the world she's in see what she's doing yeah it the entire show almost felt like it, it kind of felt very similar to what i felt when i watched um the witcher recently in name, Probably not as bad, though. <laughs> definitely not as bad, but in name, the show should be about one person. 
or it should focus on one person and they're barely in it they're barely important to what's happening it's like it felt like ahsoka's main thing was she was the most powerful so she was the one that could get stuff done so that's why they brought her along almost you know yeah she wasn't the driving force of this story it was not at all yeah It, it was sabine ezra's whole thing and uh which you know if you watch rebels it is literally a continuation of this whole story it is literally rebels part two you know that's not a spoiler or anything they pretty much give that away in um the trailers but it, it kind of sucked because like ahsoka is such a good character and she is a huge focus of um clone wars and she's such a good character like there's a lot of depth to her character the reasons that she does certain things the reason why her attitude changes all these different things and in rebels they highlighted her in some of like my favorite star wars like things ever like out of all the entirety of the star wars universe some of the things that they highlighted in rebels with ahsoka were some of my favorite things but it just felt like you know like i said like the witcher in name the show is supposed to be about them it didn't really feel like it it felt like we got like no ahsoka it was just kind of like like a lot of rebels where ahsoka just tags along for the adventures because she's powerful and she could you know uh get them through a lot of these difficulties that they have to get through as far as like force things and learning like all the uh, abilities and you know honing their skills as a jedi and then of course having to fight like really powerful you know bad guys you know ahsoka would tag along and everything and it always felt like she had something to add but in the end the story wasn't about her and just kind of got that feeling here yeah they turned her into obi-wan from a new hope basically yeah pretty much i mean it felt like her whole thing was to guide sabine not really to be the main focus of the show if the show was called sabine it would make more sense honestly yep all right well let's get into some ratings before we do some spoilers man what do you think i'm gonna let you go first because i think i need to think i need to think about this for a second (laughs) for me easy peasy d8 not great not you know the worst there was one episode that made this better for me because it makes me want a show like that and a few characters that I really liked. So I would give it a solid D8 on this one. I think I would agree with you on that. I want to give it a D10, but there is no chance I'm going to watch this again in the future. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why I didn't give it a D10. <laughs> I'm not going to rewatch it. Like D8, and one of the biggest things, one thing that I didn't mention before, just huge underutilization of an amazing like quote-unquote villain in Balin Skull. Yeah. Like, he could have been so cool, but it just kind of felt like they used him like uh, a couple times when they just needed like the, the typical like brick wall villain that you just can't get past. Yeah, it was Sabine and Shin, basically. That's all, all that was. The light and yeah, dark. It, it just felt really weird. Like, Especially, you know, with Ray Stevenson being, like, as, like, massive and as intimidating as he is and everything, and he dude's rolling around with a red lightsaber, it's like, you literally have a perfect, like, 
Star Wars bad guy. And he's just kind of here and there. And he's just mainly like, you know, listening to whatever, you know, people got to tell him. Like, oh, yeah, we need this done, this done. He's like, oh, okay, I'll go take care of this. I'll go do this. You know, I'm going to be here. I'm just going to send her out to do this. It, it was just, I don't know, it felt very underwhelming, especially when the, they first show him. I was like, man, this guy's going to be a badass. And he didn't really do that much badass stuff. Yeah, he didn't feel intimidating because, not because of how he looked or the character is acting, because of what they had him do. Yeah, he was just kind of like last line of defense sometimes. He wasn't like this enforcer that you believe that he was going to be. He was just kind of like, oh, they got through. Well, you're up, which is never super exciting. <laughs> yeah, real quick before we move on, uh, last thing, because it's not spoilers at all. The lightsaber combat, man. What the hell? Yeah, it wasn't that good. It felt very... I don't know, like very uncoordinated. Like they were just kind of swinging at each other. There was no like, these are trained by Jedi, you know, warrior like types. Like they're going out there. They were trained by the Jedi. They know what they're doing. They follow one of the, uh, one of the lightsaber combat styles. There was none of that. It felt like they were just kind of swinging at each other, and then that was that. And then sometimes it didn't even feel like, I don't know, it didn't even feel like they were trying to hurt each other. It felt like it, they were just kind of like following the uh, following the, the choreography. Like, there was a few times where they would swing at each other, and I'm like, I mean, if you moved your hand, you could hit them. Like, it just didn't feel good. It just felt like really sloppy and really weird. There was only a couple fights. Yeah, one thing that they didn't utilize, which they should have, is there's dif the different types in the lightsaber fighting. There's the ones that utilize their skill. There's the ones that utilize the force and skill. There's ones that do power and speed. Now, with Balin's skull, I figured it would be more like a Vader. Not like an Anakin Skywalker or anything, more like a Vader, like pure power, intimidating power. He's not really super fast, but he can counter everything and just keep on coming. But it just didn't feel like that. Not with him. Yeah, which is crazy because the attention to detail they have in like the games is way higher. Like in the games, the, uh, the ones that Respawn made, Jedi Fallen Order and Jedi Survivor, the enemies that you face actually have specific uh, lightsaber combat styles. So you need to figure out, you know, what it is. And then on top of that, you know, Sam Witwer is in like everything Star Wars. His, you know, main introduction into Star Wars as a whole was him playing Starkiller. He talks about the type of lightsaber combat that Starkiller needed. Starkiller, I forgot specifically which one it was, but it was a lightsaber combat style that utilized two lightsabers, and it was more built on your ability to overwhelm your opponent because it left you with a lot of openings, but if you were powerful enough to keep up, they wouldn't be able to get to that because they would be too busy you know, trying to protect themselves from your next hit. So it's like, how do the games have more depth in lightsaber combat than these super high budget shows i don't get it <laughs> yeah i think the problem is you know it's like anything they start with like you know they had the mandalorian that brought that feel back and then now it's just a popular big budget thing instead of actually staying true 
to the source material. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely see that. All right, well, let's get into a little bit of some spoilers here. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right, we can literally speed run the story, like, within a couple sentences. So go for it, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're back with Ahsoka. You know, she's going on this big adventure, and it turns out the whole thing that she's looking for is a uh, a locator so that she can find Grand Admiral Thrawn. And, you know, as a bonus, Ezra's over there, too. <laughs> which they are characters from Star Wars Rebels, the uh, cartoon series. So Thrawn was like the big big bad guy in that show. Ezra Bridger was the, uh, I guess, the main character of that show. Like the Skywalker? Yeah, pretty much. He was the apprentice and uh, the Jedi in training and all that. So he was a big focus of it. So that is literally what this entire show is about them finding Thrawn because Thrawn is going to create a new empire behind him. And that is literally it. Like, you know, they, they go, they find the thing, it gets stolen. Bad guys get over there. They get Thrawn. Thrawn escapes. They're stuck where Thrawn was. And now Ezra's over there too. It's, it's the entirety of the show. Like, (laughs) I feel like not a whole lot else happened besides like individual character moments, but which a lot of those didn't need to be there, in my opinion. Yeah, like uh, I, I feel like the more interesting things would have been like what happened when Ezra and Thrawn got put there, like uh, maybe some background on Shin and Balin, that could have been cool. But instead, they gave us a bunch of like dumb nonsense and. It just it it just felt too filler. Yeah, and even if they did this in two in, in different ways, like the series ended when they got there, and it was a build up to that. That would have been okay. Or the series got there halfway through the season, and then there he uh, Thrawn escapes right at the end type of situation. They spent more time there, gain more of the lore of where they're at and what happened when Thrawn and Ezra first got there, like you said. So that could have been cool if they just sped that up a bit. Yeah, it, it felt like there was too many, like, random fan servicey kind of things. Like, uh, Morgan Elsbeth is a uh, night sister, so they talk about uh, Mother Talzin, and they have this whole ceremony thing with uh, the night sisters using the, uh, the Force magic stuff which is cool but uh, like why do we need to spend so much time talking about it beforehand and setting it up Sabine is a really good character too but I feel like Sabine is still just Sabine it would have been cooler if they focused more on everything going on and Sabine's training was more of like something that happens as we progress but it kind of felt like Sabine's training took over some of these episodes yeah it did at least the feel of it. Yeah, like, I don't know. It, it just felt really weird in a lot of these. Like, it just felt like I could just turn my brain off for, like, 15, 20 minutes and, like, turn back on, and I feel like I didn't miss anything. <laughs> yeah, and a lot of those episodes, we would just chat when it was going yeah. on. <laughs> 100% best episode. Oh, yeah. 
They bring in Anakin slash Darth Vader. God. Which like, I wasn't a big Hayden Christensen fan, but he does a good job in this. In the half Anakin, half Vader sense. Yeah. It was funny, too, because the Anakin of the Clone Wars show is very different than the Anakin that was in the movies. So I felt like Hayden Christensen playing it up as the Anakin from the Clone Wars with more of like a more of a little like swagger to him, a little more confident, you know, a little more like no matter what I got this kind of thing. Like uh, it, it was a little more fitting because he definitely has that in the movies, but it never felt right. Just felt whiny. Yeah. yeah, when he would kind of hype himself up and everything, it almost felt like, oh, I could do it, I promise. Rather than being like, yo, I'm the best. We got this. <laughs> I think he did a really good job in like the uh, few appearances that he had. And hands down, best episode. Ahsoka gets taken into, uh, I forgot exactly what it's called. It's like the little like force realm kind of thing. Yeah, f- force plane, force ghost realm, whatever. Yeah, which again the best lightsaber duel in the show between him and Ahsoka. Yep. Because Hayden Christensen still has down his lightsaber combat skills. It it looked like he was still flowing with it and everything, you know, it it looked like everything that you're trying to do is trying to defeat your opponent as opposed to like, we go here, now we go here, now the choreography says we got to hit here, now I do a little spin, and even though my spin is super slow and I get hit in the back... Yeah, like, he was just like, nope, bam, 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 like, trying to kill you. <laughs> I I really miss that about Star Wars, like, just watching the lightsaber combat and just being like, oh, man, that looks so cool. So much of it is just not that anymore. And I was so excited about this show because I thought it was going to bring that back, and it just, again, felt like, eh, whatever, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, I got to agree with you with that episode and a little bit of the live action clone wars thing going on that was pretty dope yeah that was that was really cool yeah and they actually the stormtroopers in there were real so that was that was cool it was just the background that was cgi that makes sense yeah definitely the best episode in the series and the last point where i got like really excited about anything <laughs> cuz seeing Ezra live action like cool but we didn't really do anything. We just kind of hung out with little, like, turtle bug people. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, all I need is the force. And then he's not really good with it in battle. And then he gets a lightsaber and kind of just fucks up. Like, hmm. But was that, was that, was I misreading that? Was he not that good? Or what are, what are you thinking there? I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe he's just out of practice or something. Because in, um, in Rebels, he was, like, pretty formidable compared to a lot of the people that they were dealing with. And then on top of that, he had two different people who uh, were trying to make him their apprentice. He had um, Kanan, who was a youngling when uh, Order 66 went through. So he learned a little bit from uh, the actual like Jedi Temple and everything. Then you also had Maul, who dropped the Darth because because uh, uh, Darth Sidious just completely threw him to the side when he was defeated by um, by Obi Wan Kenobi. 
So he drops the mall. He drops Darth. He's just Maul, and now his whole thing is he wants to destroy the Sith. So Ezra becomes torn between wanting to learn from Maul and wanting to learn from Kanan. So it's like he had two really powerful teachers. So he starts getting everything down. He starts figuring stuff out. Yeah, you'd get none of that if you just watched the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it felt like he just didn't have have that at all. Yeah, it, it felt like a lot of the characters were not fully underutilized, but just, uh, I don't know, they, they weren't shown with the impact that they should have been. Like, the biggest one being Ahsoka. I mentioned it before. Ahsoka went toe-to-toe with Darth Maul and beat him in lightsaber one-on-one combat and that was when she was a teenager and then uh as an adult she fights darth vader and not only does she get hits on him she survives she survives thanks to the uh intervention of ezra but still you know not many people could last in a fight against vader yep so it's it's a big deal you know she's gone against some really powerful opponents and a lot of them she beats. And in this show, you would not know it because... Yeah, she seems so underpowered. Yeah, she has a hard time fighting a freaking night sister, which, you know, they're witches and everything, but there there was no part of any of this that says that uh, this one specifically should be as powerful as Darth Maul, you know? It, it makes yeah, no sense. slices through one of her sabers. Yeah, it's it was, it was just frustrating. <laughs> Because it's like, if we're messing with power levels that much, then it's like, you know, what, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. It's just super weird. I always hate that when it's just like, you could beat this person who is one of the best lightsaber combatists ever, literally overthrew the government or the ruler of uh, Mandalore, which Maul did in uh, Clone Wars. He uh, he overthrows the leader of Mandalore and becomes Mandalore's leader for a little while. And you expect me to believe that a uh, regular Night Sister can uh, beat you? And then even then, in the Mandalorian, this same Night Sister gave Ahsoka problems. It's like yeah. really, <laughs> so un like not like magically enchanted version of her could beat you too. Dumb. Well, on that note, I think we'll end it. <laughs> yep. Just airing yeah, it, frustrations at this point. <laughs> yeah, it was, you know, it had some moments. There was that one episode that we both just loved. That was that was awesome. And when they first started doing it, I was like, ah, this is going to suck. But it was my favorite episode, so that's worth it. At least that yeah. little bit. And David Tennant as a droid. <laughs> yeah. It was a snarky British droid. Perfect. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, until next time, hopefully we'll get some good Star Wars at some point. It's been too long. Let's hope so. Let's see you later. See ya.